On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Loft Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I got an assistant co-host tonight, Canada Rob, joining us all the way from Canada. How's it going? It's going good. Ava should join later on. We'll see if she does. And then we got Darren from the band Empires with two eyes. All the way, not all the way for me, though, out of Dallas, Texas. What's up, man? Hanging. Hanging on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, dude, is the cold front coming into Dallas like it's coming in over here? It it just happens. <laughs> I hate, dude. I freaking hate it. Like I don't know if Dallas is a little bit different than Oklahoma, but like it gets cold, like boom, just like that. Like the weather just changes, and in Dallas it's a little bit warmer because you're you know three hours south of us over here. But does it just change like that, or does it like more gradual down there? Whatever's happening there, it's coming here in like the next day or three hours later, something like that. Oh, yeah, because it comes from the north, then goes south. But when it's hot there, it comes up this way later. Yes. <laughs> so tell us about the band Empires, when you guys started, and what you guys are all about. So we were working on a on a show together, and um, – Myself and the drummer and bass player had worked in some other projects together, and um, we we talked about putting together some demos. And um, eventually, we got around to it. We sent those to a label; they liked it, and we just started, you know, the process of writing a bunch of songs, and um, you know, eventually book some shows. And that's that's kind of how it started, you know. And then it, it became a band, and. We've just been writing and recording and, and playing and all things banned since then. So when you say you guys are working on the shows together, like doing concerts together or like a TV show? I was working. I'm, I'm the music director of a television show that's in Dallas called The Drew Pearson Show. It's a sports show. And um, I had Bishop as one of the vocalists doing some of the you know, like commercials and stuff for it. And I knew him, and he's a really good singer. Um, so he was like, um, don't you write some other music? And I was like, yeah, because I've been in a couple of bands that, that put out some songs and stuff. And, um, and so um, he wanted to kind of pursue, you know, the original music thing. I could tell, you know, that's something he wanted to do. 
so we talked about it. He was like, let's start a band. I was like, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, no, let's do it. So I was like, okay, you got any song ideas? And we just, then we just started from there. Yeah. So how long, but, how long ago was that? That was about, um, that's like a year and a half ago now, you know, and COVID kind of, you know, the, the, the whole shutdown thing kind of started right around the time we, we started working on this. And, um, Consequently, some other things were shut down too, and that really gave us a lot of time to work on music. Uh-huh. So that's how you know that was kind of the you know impetus for what you know became our band. Also, just because we were like you know let's let's do this. Um, you know, uh, plane travel is shut down now. We're not taking any trips anywhere. <laughs> it's like a lot of stuff was shut down. So of course you know we're like you know emailing each other all these song ideas and always working on on ideas. And a couple of a couple of things started sounding pretty good. I was like, okay, this you, can, this could, you can do it. You guys can do it. This could be a band. And I was like, you know, I I know some people, you know, of some labels, and so we sent out some music, and we uh, we tricked we tricked them into liking us. So <laughs> here we are. So you guys are signed currently to a label, then? Yes. Okay, and where do they? What what label? What label is that? Uh, that is uh, that is the label group. And That's a label called the label group. There's a label called the label group, and it's okay. like several people from labels got together and put together a record label. They're all people that have been around Los Angeles and and uh, New York and you know Nashville music business for a long time and. They're based in LA and Nashville, and uh, you know they have a distribution company and everything. They do a whole bunch of bands. Okay, they, Does, uh, I know Rob had a question about what was that Rob you saw on? Was it Facebook or you saw something about a billboard something? Yeah, your chart, uh, your song um, "Stronger" entered some charts, didn't it? Huh? Yes. So we we released one song about six months ago called through the flames and that song went out and charted and made it into, you know, it was like 200 and something stations in America, mostly, you know, like mostly in the Midwest. And, um, um, so it, it charted and, and was on billboard and that, you know, allowed us to put out another song. So, so, so you have to have one good song before you feel like coming out with another one. Yes, uh, yeah, that's what, what, what if yeah. the first what if the first song bombed and it sucked? Would you still write more songs? That, like, you, you know listen? what? So I've done work for several record labels, and that happens all the time. And then there's usually like a reshuffle of the bands and the people in it, and it's like let's find some you know, and eventually they'll come up with a combination of people and songs and the sound and the look and everything that kind of works for everybody and makes sense, but. um for us, um, you know, like a lot of people listen to, like when we, we demo songs, we send them to a lot of people in the music business. You know, we have like rec- we have record producers, people that are in radio, people at labels, a lot of people really listen to songs and kind of filter those out. You know, those are who we send demos to, too. Like we, we worked on four demos today with a record producer. Uh-huh. that we demo songs with. So we demo songs with a producer, then we send those to another producer and we send them to the label and all these people. And they really listen to songs and go, this, you know, 
these suck. Maybe this one. That's that's really what you know. They're like yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. You know, I'm say what's up to my buddy uh, K K P who just is on here watching right now. But you know, I I don't mean to completely disagree with you on it, but I will say that. Just because a record label doesn't like all your songs doesn't yeah. mean that they're shit songs either because, you know, some, there's lots of people that have been signed that got turned down a whole shit ton of times. And then, yeah. but somebody else found it likable and then boom, the song just blows up. So I don't think you should be discouraged if someone doesn't like it. But, you know, you guys got other things going on with your life and your careers besides just bands is what it sounds like to me. So do, do you plan on taking Empire's... Um, do you plan on do, do you foresee this band really growing to the next level? Well, so kind of the next level is what what you have to do if you're us is you need to get you need to get a few songs out there to chart in some markets. Okay. And then after that happens, if if you get enough traction in those markets, then basically you set up a tour around those. Or that's that's one that's one way you can do it. Or you can sure. just get on a tour with a bigger band. We've done all those. I've done all both of those things in other projects. And um, but theoretically, you know, right now the idea is to get several songs out there. You know, as many songs as you can to get out there and chart and do something and get some traction, so people will kind of start paying attention to who you are if you go on tour in those areas. And uh, this is song two. We're thinking it's going to be a few songs. And uh, there there were a few tours that have come up and we had to, you know, we said no to those because we thought they were going to fizzle out for different reasons um, related to shutdowns and stuff. Right. And they all kind of did. So we, our, our strategy on this project was, is basically to put out songs and get some, you know, get what we think is a legit amount of material out there and then tour. You know, we have, have, you know, enough material that people can go, okay, this is a real band and not just a band that has one song and one video. So, you know, get enough, get enough material to look like you're legit. Right. 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 She does have them. Sharon says, who needs coffee? Uh, not everyone that's enthusiastic, Sharon. Leave him alone. You leave him alone. He's happy. He's a nice guy who's on the goddamn podcast. You shut your mouth. Do you I'm need a- coffee? I don't got. I mean, I can drive down to Dallas and get you some if you want. Hi, I'm I'm Darren, and I am a coffee holic. <laughs> no, the thing is, when you're when you're when you're talking to people like this, you have to kind of choose your words and make sure the information you're giving them is not just some bullshit. You know, it's like you have to. It's like I have to give you legit information. You guys want real information. Yeah. You want you know facts. Me, you know how many times yeah. I say the wrong thing on my show all the time, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't have said that. But then so, it's not. They can't go back and change it. You just leave it alone. Well, and when you say things, you don't know how that's perceived by people like people you do work with and everything. And it's like you know, you want to make sure you're you're giving the correct answer. But yeah, uh, we are we are having a lot of fun doing what we're doing, man. We're in, we're enjoying awesome. the, the writing recording process. I'm a studio rat, so I absolutely love it. I do music for all kinds of stuff, and um, this is like my real fun. You know, what made you guys decide to release a music video after this? We're gonna talk about the video. Ever. So, two things. First, what made you decide to do a music video after you the song was already released? So I think 
that the uh, label and management wanted to see what kind of traction and how that song would be received. And then they, then I, perhaps it's so you can have a little more buzz around the, um, the premiere of the video. Okay. And that makes sense. You know, everyone has different answers to stuff like that, but that's, but that makes sense to me as why, you know, it makes sense to, to, kind of create a little bit of a buzz before. So the song is called Stronger, right? Yep. yep. And the video is, so tell us about the video. It's supposed to be premiered tomorrow, I guess, yes. sometime. Yes. And the video is this, um, it's this like CGI digital animation thing that looks like, you know, they were like, what do you want? I was like, let's blend, you know, every sci-fi space film, you know, you can think of in the one video. They kind of did that. It's pretty cool. Okay, so we don't have the actual music video, but we do have what you have on YouTube. And normally, and I normally don't do this either. Normally, I just find the latest music video and say, too bad, so sad. Here's the song we're going to play. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason tonight, I was like, you know, let's just go ahead and play this song. It's not even a lyric video. It's a picture. And you know, it's, it's a picture that has your music, your music. Oh yeah, in the that's yeah. No, that that's released like by default because of Spotify or something. Sure, like that. yeah. I can't, I can't remember why, but that I saw that up there and I was who, who released this? And it's okay. Like, so yeah, so that's so that's so that's so that's what we have uh, to to play tonight. So not a lot of reaction going on, but it is a great song. So let's go ahead and uh, jam it right now. This is "Stronger" by the band Empires with. Two eyes, not one, but two. Oh, on here's Ava. Ava just joined. Ava, you're here. Hey, we're about to play their song, uh, Stronger. I was just saying, it's not the music video, it's just a picture with the song on it. And you got Canada Robs above you, Ava. And then over here, you got Dan from the band Empires. Hi. All right, here's the song. Let's go.
even at the end, but at the very end of that video, a uh, State Farm commercial pops up. <laughs> so I'm that. I'm not trying to promote State Farm on here, you like this kind of yeah, thing. I don't support <laughs> that. So, what? I said I don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Abel, welcome joining us tonight on a Wednesday night. I hope your evening's going well. Thanks. Yeah, You're very welcome. Right, so, so, from what I read, you guys have pretty awesome stage presence, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's what I read. It yeah. could be a lie. I don't know. Um, we're up there to fucking destroy shit, brother. That's what we're Good. doing. We're there to, you know, when people go to see a band, you're supposed to entertain them. They don't want to right. stand. They don't want to sit there and watch people stare at their shoes. It's like, get up there. And light that motherfucker up and keep people entertained. And that's what, that's our job. That's awesome. And we got, let's see, Raquel's on here. Ashley's on here. Um, Raw from Concert Junkies. Of course, Sharon's on here. So we got, we got some people that, that like your song, man. I, I feel pretty good. What, what your logo, I didn't really get a good glimpse of it, I guess. What is that thing? Um, there's this really, uh, there's, there's a, a, uh, there's a artist from California named Damien Castaneda and he's done work for a whole bunch of people like Ozfest and all kinds of shit. And, um, he's just badass. And we, we got him to come up with all kinds of graphics and stuff for us and different logos for the band. And that was just one of them that we saw and we were like, Damien, I don't even know what the fuck this is, but it's awesome, dude. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all we had to see. I was like, there's a skull. It's orange and green. I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you rolled with it. It's pretty dope. So yeah. we thought it, we thought that was pretty cool. And just whatever he's come up with, you know, has, he's he's very creative. And it says Dallas, Texas. I'm Raquel, who's watching. She's, she actually lives in Dallas as well. And we got there. A lot of, te- a lot of good Texas bands, you know. I think Texas, Texas kind of has like a certain sound, maybe. Um, there's like a... It's like everyone's in there kind of has a, a similar sound anyways. I would say Texas has a sound, and the Carolinas have a sound. Ava, you, don't sound, you don't sound like Texas. About but, Austin, you asked if there was a specific genre that Austin mostly plays. And, like, that's not – no. <laughs> yes, so it is. I generalize everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's very true. Just, just like everyone in Canada sounds the exact same, right, Rob? Everybody said, yeah, we have a weird accent, apparently. Talking to boot. Yeah, boot. Yeah, here we are. Let's go. Hey, bud. All right. So, so Dan, you guys have any shows lined up? Any current shows lined up? Yeah, we're playing at a place called T's Bar and Grill on Friday in Louisville. That's a suburb of Dallas. We're doing that this Friday. And then next month, we're playing with our buddies in Messer. Um on the 27th at the Rail Club in Fort Worth. 
Nice. Okay. That's yeah. pretty, isn't that a pretty decent place to play? I think I've heard other bands say they're playing there. Yeah, no, it's a national act place in in uh, in Fort Worth. It's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. So what do you what do you see? So what what's your future image of where you guys plan? You guys maybe doing tours next year? Is that a possibility? Yeah, there's a lot of there there's a lot of bigger bands than us that we will get on tours with. That those shows will you know they'll come up and you can choose one that makes sense for you that you can handle the routing. And you like the dates, you know, that it just, you're trying to make it make sense for everybody. And um, so we'll, we'll jump on something like that probably this springtime, but we wanted to get a few songs. We we wanted to get some material out there and charted and, and people, you know, know the name as, you know, get as much information out there and, and material as you can. So people will know who you are when you go out there and, and start doing some touring. Have you personally shared the stage with some, you seem like a seasoned musician who kind of knows what you're doing. Um, you know, you, you can tell, you can tell when someone's a little bit more quiet and reserved that they're thinking about what they say for purpose, which is what, which is what he's doing. So it seems like maybe you've been in some other bands and done some kind of bigger things and now started this band not so long ago. Is that accurate to, to, to assume, I guess? Uh, I should yeah, never assume I, anything I do anyways. Well, um, no, I've been in a few signed bands and played, we played with a lot of people, a lot of people got to open up for, I've opened up for every band, you know, every single band in the whole world. And yeah, pretty much. And, uh, I mean, and some, some, some bands you wouldn't think we've opened up for. Like, you know, who? like, like, let me guess, 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 <sighs> let me guess. Uh, Godsmack. Mm, no, I don't think we've done. No, I haven't done a show with them, but some other pretty big bands like um, Justin Bieber, Lincoln Park, you know, Lincoln Park and uh, all, all kinds of stuff like some some pretty big bands. And there's a lot. There's a venue here that has a side stage that we we played a lot of shows there for like with like Van Halen and all kinds of Motley Crue, all kinds of shit, dude. Nice. That's cool. You know, just like a, a lot of bands. I'm sure you have a lot of stories. You know, like means <laughs> you know, just a, I could go on like a lot right. of stuff. Craziest story that's ever happened to you at a concert while you were not even on stage, even after the show, or the craziest story you ever have that you can say that's happened during your concert. Holy shit. I have fucking stories, man. Like I could sit, we could sit in a tour bus or wherever and talk for hours, dude. I got a lot of stories. Um, the craziest thing. Fuck. Like, I, don't, I don't know, like get to a show in LA and there's no back line, something like that. I don't know. That shit like that. No back line. What's a back line? You know, like they're supposed to have drums and amps and stuff for you. You get there and there's nothing. You flew there and there's like no equipment. And you're like, what? So, you know, oh, so you like don't that. bring your own equipment sometimes. The other people have, have the equipment there ready for you to just start running. Yeah, yeah. If it's that kind of show. It is the last time because I don't know what a backline is, but you knew what that was? Yes, I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I had no idea. No, See, not a clue. We're, we're speaking, uh, what's, what's the word people use when you're trying to keep it simple? 
After layman's terms, layman's terms, layman's terms. I don't know what a backline is. I know what a backline is now. Avery, you just join, you just want to show any questions before we cut this thing off? I'm afraid to ask something that's already been asked. Well, that's okay. Just ask it. <laughs> okay. No one knows. Uh, so how how long has the band been together? Uh, I did and, ask that. I did ask yeah, that. Yeah, and like last <laughs> where did you guys meet? How did it start? Uh, ask that. How did too. you start as a, as a musician yourself? Oh, I didn't ask that one. Good one. Oh, ask ask me that again. I lost I lost the connection for a second. Uh, what was it? How did you yourself start off as a musician? Not not just with the band, but in general. Um, I was raised in the Manson family, and they were like, "Here's your guitar." to get out there and start playing. And that's what we did. I've got, I've got family members that are, that are musicians. So I grew up, there's like a record store at my house growing up. So there was, there were, there are always guitars and records and, you know, that's, and so basically started playing with friends from school yep. and then got into that. Go. Then, then started playing, you know, playing in clubs, got to know some people in the music business, got a record deal, went to work for a record label that creates music for all, all types of genres and television and film and all kinds of stuff. Started doing that and just meeting people and just the pursuit of creating intellectual property, the pursuit of creating music, writing music and, and you know, loving to perform so people people believe that you're brought up in the Manson family, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and you could have been. I don't know. I mean, how, wait, how, what, what, what year was that? I don't even know what year that was. It was 92. No, the Manson family thing. That wasn't 92, was it? 92? There. I got him to laugh. I got him to laugh. That was the goal. That was the goal was to get him to laugh. So... <laughs> Right. Yes. Let's talk. You guys got a website? You guys got a website? You guys got merchandise yet, or what? We don't. We just have. We just sell merch at shows, and we've got a. We've got like a Facebook and an Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. sell merch at shows. Yep. yep. And you drink a lot of coffee. Lots. And you're playing a show, and you're gonna yeah. start touring soon. And the music videos come out tomorrow. It's gonna yeah. be on YouTube. Yep, video's coming out. It's being premiered by some people, and we're just going to share it out. And uh, we have a publicist that's going to help us with that and a label that's going to help us with that. And just share it. And um, hopefully our song stays in the charts and keeps growing that way. And we're, we're, we're really excited about that. That's really cool, man, to get these that updates cool. that, you know, you've got a song in the charts and that people are checking it out. That's really fucking cool. You so we're we're so humble and happy about it. Believe me, dude. We're like to a musician, this is like the ultimate coolest thing ever. You know, you're just you're so happy that you're able to put that music out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, the song sounds great. I can't wait to see the music video. I wish we had the actual video to play tonight. We don't. We we. I'm uh, sorry. Sorry. Give you guys that. a t- well, it's not your fault. We got you guys a day early before the song comes out. Uh, before the video comes out. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm super excited to see it, and maybe I'll wind up doing a reaction video to it because the song sounds fantastic. Thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. The band Empires, go ahead, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us, and thank you for checking out the music. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, that's my job. Is what I do, and I love when I hear good songs, man. And and you guys really got a great sound. So I look for I look forward to see how you guys progress. 
That's all we got for tonight. I want to thank everyone who listens to The Loud Spot. Go to www.thelawspot.net. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Apple, Spotify, Raw, and everything. That's, I guess that's it. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is The Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does anything that good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.